Well, thank you once again, innominate listeners to the Ashley and Brad show. We're trying to get you nominated. (laughs) (laughs) We're trying to get you a name. And we've asked uh, all the time, what should we call you, the listening collective audience, to the Ashley and Brad show? Right. We should have a final vote on this. We might have to because the suggestions still roll in. Karen said, could we be the Brashley Bunch? (laughs) (laughs) Then we need a theme song. I know. I don't know how else to do this. And then it would be the Zoom window of us looking up at Alice and all that. (laughs) And then uh, then Mike H. said, Workday Warriors would be... Oh, I like that one, too. Another one. Very nice. So there's a few that have been thrown out there. Fab, the ABC. What if you will listen on the weekends? Uh, Well... (laughs) Then you're the weekend weekend warriors. (laughs) And Workday. And then the ABC... uh, The AB devotees. So there's a few out there. No, so they're all good. Help us uh, settle on one of these listeners to the show. Ashley and Brad, that's us, A and B, hence the name A, B, D, V, T, et cetera, et cetera. You can let us know your thoughts on these at 888-922-7234. Brashley Bunch, Workday Warriors, what'll it be? I don't know. We'll get to it someday, I'm sure. But let's also get to news. The Roundup with Ashley Page. Well, Toyota is recalling about 381,000 Tacoma pickup trucks over a loose part that can separate from the rear axle. That's uh, not good that's is what you're saying. probably not a good thing to happen, okay. especially at high rates of speed. Okay. Uh, the recall affects the 2022 and 2023 models. Toyota dealers will inspect the rear axle. They'll tighten uh, the loose nuts for free. Well, you'd hope. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, any damaged components they'll also repair okay. or replace with them right. free of charge. Well, I remember being taught in school that you can't end a sentence with a preposition. Right. You know, to, to and with, from, and about. Off. Well, yeah. there's a couple things with that. But anyway, a four. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, they say the idea came about uh, because writers were trying to align the English language with Latin, mm-hmm. but there was never a good reason suggesting, you know, that it was wrong, at least according to the folks at Merriam-Webster. They say... It's just fine. Okay. So while some maintain that uh, ending a sentence with a preposition is lazy, others are happy to see the rule, rule go because how many times have you had to change the phrasing of a sentence and now it's awkward because you didn't want to end it with a preposition, but now it doesn't make sense. Right. See? Well, so. that's what Merriam-Webster does is they say, look, we're going to take the colloquial language right. of English and what's been spoken is we're going to say that's correct. Right. It may not be, technically, but they're like, okay, that's fine. Listen, I'm not sad to see this one go. Where do you listen at? (laughs) That's fine. That's fine. That's what they're saying. (laughs) So the Pokemon company has unveiled Pokemon Legends Z through A, a new video game uh, in the Pokemon franchise. It will release on the Nintendo Switch family of consoles sometime next year, in 2025. It was previously announced that Pokemon Horizons the series, an animated series in the franchise, is going to be getting two new protagonists. That will premiere March 7th on Netflix. And that's your news roundup. Ashley and Brad. Welcome in, everybody. Here it is, the bonus day known as Leap Day. Mm-hmm. It is February 29th. You only get one of these every four years. It is day 60 of this year so far, which means there are 306 days left in this leap year. And we're going to tell you who's got birthdays. And uh, actually, not too many people do, as you might imagine, because, uh-huh. you know, it's a one out of four chance you might hit this date for your birth. That's true. But there are a few. Joey Greco is 52. Tony Robbins, the motivational speaker, mm. born on Leap Day, okay. he's 64 now. Antonio Sabato Jr. is 52. Ja Rule is 48. And Mark Foster is 40 years old. It happened on this date in history in uh, 1940. Gone with the Wind won eight Academy Awards, including Best Picture. 
Also, Hattie McDaniel won an Oscar uh, the same night for her role as Mammy mm-hmm. in the film. First African-American win an Academy Award. In 1964, The Beatles, I Want to Hold Your Hand, is the number one single start, which was published on this leap year day. Oh. Yeah. So and I wonder if they celebrate that stuff in the same with the people with the birthdays on the 28th, the 28th or March 1st. I, I don't know. It's a good question. Um, in 1972, Hammer and Hank Aaron was the first player uh, to sign a $200,000 contract. That was a lot of money then. Back then. A lot and now, of money. what is it? Hundreds of millions of dollars they give? Ask you know, Tawny. Exactly. <laughs> uh, exactly. Special events for today. Yeah, of course, it's uh, Leap Day. We told you that. It's Bachelor's Day. Digital Learning Day. Repetitive Strain Injury Awareness Day. International Underlings Day. Frog Legs Day is today. My and dad used to love those. And <laughs> also, Surf and Turf Day. Would that include frog legs? Because well, they're technically I guess, both. yeah, they are. They're amphibious, they're amphibious, so they'd be both. I don't know. Anyway, you have a birthday and a special event. Is it on this leap day? I don't know. You've missed your chance to get it in for today, but let us know when it is. And uh, we'll get it on the air. 888-922-7234. Ashley and Brad. Welcome in, Workday Warriors, to the Ashley and Brad Show. That's uh, one of the suggestions for people who are listening to our show collectively. Mike H. came up with Workday Warriors, but what's it going to be for you since maybe you are listening at work? And by the way, let me get the memo out here. Hold on, dear listeners of the Ashley (laughs) and Brad Show. Let's have a meeting about it. If you could meet us in the conference room at 445 this afternoon. Uh, I had a boss that used to do that. Uh, Yeah, the the last, the minute, the last few minutes of the day work. There's, is there ever a good time for a meeting is the question on the table. And that, I think it depends because when we have to have meetings with our you know, program director, we, when we get called in, it's usually right after the show because obviously yeah. we can't do it during the show. Right. But according to this, people say the worst time ever is an 8 a.m. meeting, especially on a Monday. <sighs> 8 a.m. Gotta be meetings. Right, at the, right mm. when you get in. You barely yeah. have time to put your, yeah. your purse down or your stuff on your desk and yeah. boom, there's a meeting. But would you rather have that and get it out of the way, or would you rather like that old boss of mine did the four forty five on Friday meeting? I'm still such a strong proponent of if it can't be addressed in an email, why have it? Right. It's that that I mean, not that I've had many, if at all, because I've never held an office type job, 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 but. The kinds that have even come close to it, like a radio meeting or something like that, it's just like, I think we could have addressed this in a much simpler way. Right. I mean, there could have been a memo or an email or something. something. But, I mean, there are times, you know, places and times for meetings. But even, I think it was Elon Musk that said, like, 80% or 90% of meetings are usually kind of either pointless or... What you what takes two hours could have been done in fifteen minutes. Well, why okay? If you're gonna do it, why not make it into? How about a singing telegram meeting? <laughs> Something like make it a you know pantomime or charades. Make it you interesting. Have, you have to guess what the topic of the meeting is. Charades. Way better idea. Way. Ashley and Brad. Expanding your vocabulary each and every day. With us, Ashley and Brad, your wordsmiths, your logophiles, introducing these words. The list, by the way, is available on our website. Go to Ashley Brad Radio. You'll see the link at the top. For these 247 words that we've included That's thus a lot. far as of today. Uh, today's word, simple word, straightforward, mm-hmm. Latin, early 17th century. The word is sapid. Sapid. Hmm. 
Sapid. Sapid is how you spell it. I don't think you need a whole bunch of this. No, I'm just going phonetical Let's like I normally do. Yeah. S-A-P-I-D. Is correct, yes. Sapid is correct, and it's having a strong, pleasant taste. Ooh. So a lot of foods and Lunch consisted beverages. of sandwiches and sapid tea. The cheese was sapid and savory, paired with fresh baked bread. Unfortunately, I find a bag of Doritos quite sapid. <laughs> <laughs> you find every candy Anything very with sapid. sugar. I know. It's my yes, favorite. exactly. <laughs> so it's a fairly straightforward word, and use that in your vocabulary today. Ashley and Brad. Well, thanks, everybody, for listening to the Ashley and Brad Show. We thank you uh, often because you answer our questions. Yeah, we have a lot of them, too. Sometimes I'll ask you to chime in and uh, give your thoughts on something. And I even had this thought yesterday. It was Floral Arrangement Day. And I was like, yeah, I'm pretty sure I remember a commercial with Rosie Greer in it Uh for florists. And uh, one of our listeners confirmed that by saying this. I remember it. I remember him doing one. And I also remember Merlin Olson doing an FTD floral commercial. I thought I'd better chime in and say yes. Roosevelt Greer did do a floral commercial, but there was also one done by Merlin Olson. All right, yes. I he remember. even knew the first name, yeah. Roosevelt. Yeah, well, yeah, and I also remember Merlin Olson, too. So, okay. right, okay, I do remember these commercials. But we try, I thought we tried to look it up, and we couldn't find it. Yeah, I couldn't find it. Well, it doesn't mean it didn't exist, though, but you yeah. would expect in these this day and age, mm-hmm. there's got to be a copy of it somewhere. Yeah. And anyway. Well, at least it confirmed it, because it's better than your, what was it, your stovetop stuffing that you thought was <laughs> that does, never existed? Stovetop still did the stuffing. <laughs> I'm still confirming that one. Stouffer's, specifically, Stouffer's. For stove top stuffing. Uh, <laughs> that is not a Mandela effect. That is fact. By the way, uh, thank you, innominate listener. Yes. You did not give us your name, uh, but for, thank you for the uh, intel there. You can uh, chime in on everything we're saying. 888 922 7234. Here's news. The Roundup with Ashley Page. Well, in a groundbreaking new study, researchers at the University of Toronto have discovered that talking speed may be an indicator of brain health in older adults. The study included healthy volunteers from 18 to 90, and how fast someone spoke was a really good indicator of their overall brain health. Mm -hmm. The new finding could revolutionize how clinicians detect cognitive decline and provide better uh, support for brain health as we age. Okay. Very interesting. How about your internal monologue? uh, Mine. Because yours is this. All the time. That's how you're talking to yourself in your mind. That's exactly But this is, all right, so, okay, what about listening? Because I have to listen to things at one and a half speed on YouTube. Um, it doesn't say anything about listening, but I, I but just, that's just on videos for I, you because you want to watch so many and, and but you the, know. the tutorial speed of just they, they I understand they want to take it slow to make right. sure you get it, but right. I just I need to hear most everything at one and a half. So then you should appreciate my brain because oh, that's how my brain goes. It's in that uh, I, realm. I so. understand. I do too. I speak very quickly. So so apparently it's good for our brain okay. health. So if it's ever been a dream of yours to travel around the world, Holland American can make that dream a reality for you on the water in 132 days. Oh, wow. The cruise line is offering a four-month journey that will take travelers uh, to all seven continents. Wow. The Grand World Voyage will leave from Fort Lauderdale on January 24th of 2026. Wow. Uh, it'll stop at 47 points, 39 wow. countries. They haven't said the cost yet, yeah. but the previous Holland America World Voyages, if they base it on that, it's going to be north of 25 grand a person. 
Um, okay. Still not a bad deal. If you think about all the food is included, I, I, well, I mean, exactly. then it's like, okay, maybe this I, is I mean, not bad. I, like I've said, I don't make a bucket list, but that would be close to being one. That would sound like a pretty good adventure. We could probably broadcast okay. from uh, that, that boat. <laughs> I, I see don't. what you're saying. I'm I'll, listening. I'll allow it. I'm listening. And so, maybe we could start a GoFundMe page for listeners go. to put yes. us on that boat. Okay. I like what Some you're saying. Some of us may not want us back. I don't know. <laughs> so Amazon has ordered a new series from actor and comedian Benito Skinner called Overcompensating. The Jonah Hill produced show follows the wild, chaotic journey of Benny, played by Skinner, a former football player and homecoming king as he becomes fast friends with Carmen, a high school outsider on a mission to fit in at all costs. And that's your news roundup. Ashley and Brad. Well, it's Ashley and Brad on the radio and let's talk about soda for a second because you don't get to be the number one selling beverage in the world in Mm -hmm. terms of carbonated beverage without spending a little bit of dough. It's got to be Coca-Cola. Well, yes. Now, here's the thing. Yes, it is the number one soda beverage in the world, but they still pour billions of dollars into the advertising to remind you that, hey, we yeah. still exist. We're still around. <laughs> in the course of that advertising, they like to spend it on celebrities. Right. Okay. So here is a quiz about some famous endorsements that they've had for their product over the years, specifically mm. from singers. I want you to tell me who these singers are peddling their beverage. And, it ha- and it's the Coke. I do remember the, the yep. Cindy Crawford Pepsi one, okay. but that's different. Nope. These are all Coke. Let's find out who this is. So when I get to wear it, That's, come on, pretty. That's heavy. Aretha Franklin. That is Aretha Franklin. Wow. Yes. For Coke. Uh-huh. How about this one? Things go better Yeah, also identifiable. Is that Ray Charles or is that Benny King? <sighs> I need a guess. Ray? That is Ray okay, Charles okay. for Coke. Uh, then how about this one? Sitting in the It's got to be the Beatles. Not the Beatles. It's not the Beatles? Not the Beatles. They did not sell for Coke, no. But this, uh, you know, some of we may not be familiar with these because some of these aired on the BBC over there, but they indeed did sing a so jingle. So it was obviously a British yes, quartet. They are brothers. There's three of them. Uh-huh. In fact, that's the shorthand of their name is where they get the name of the band that they formed. The Brothers... The brothers. Gib is your. So that's the. Huh. The Bee Gees. Bee Gees. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Uh, how about. That sounds like the Beatles. Uh, it did. And uh, how about this one? I found this very interesting. Sounds like late 60s, early 70s music okay. to me. You'd Is that be correct? Okay. One of the world's it, it, most famous rock bands. English? American? Yes. English. The Rolling Stones? No. Good guess, but uh, definitely in the same era. Was that the Beatles? That was not the Beatles. Okay. No. Rock, rock band that they even made an album called 
the blank sell out <laughs> in which they featured some products that they were big beans and under underarm deodorant. But that was the commercial for Coke from this band. That's not like Black Sabbath or somebody, is it? No. Cream? No, good guess. Or no. Eric Burden? No, but all very wow. good guesses. But, I, do, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. That's The Who. The Who. Wow. For Coke. Oh, no way. Yes. But oh, wait. Who's this? Oh, wait. Oh, there's another beverage that we forgot about. Oh, how about that? Little Pepsi over there is like, uh-huh. wait, don't forget about us. You got to spend a couple of dollars for them. Who's, <laughs> yeah. who's this for them trying to advertise their product? It's the Pepsi generation. No way. Coming at you, going strong. Johnny Cash the did, a Black Pepsi? did a Pepsi commercial. Wow. Oh, My mind is blown right now. That. Ashley and Brad. I would like to take you back to Once Upon a Time. Yeah. Back to yesteryear. Back to the era of the 1900s. <laughs> Once upon a time land. <laughs> Specifically right around the 1970s. Uh-huh. Because there was a commercial that uh, captivated this young man's mind. Yeah. It went a little something like this. Hey, this Christmas party is getting a little too quiet. I think it's time we liven it up with my favorite Christmas gift, Mr. Microphone. Hey, what's that? Well, you set the dial on your FM radio and testing, testing. testing. Hey! Yes, you certainly wow. are on the radio. And I thought, wait a second. You can broadcast your voice on the radio without being on the radio? It also included this memorable gem of a quote. Hey, good looking. We'll be back to pick you up later. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, no. Yes. Don't tell me you got one of these for Christmas, I I'm assuming. begged to yes, have one of these for Christmas <laughs> that year. <laughs> Mr. Microphone. Wow. So that was like one of the original infomercial well, kind of things. Yeah. yeah. So this was a Ronco uh, thing, which there was, oh, my gosh. The, Everything the was Pope a Ronco. The Peel Pocket Fisherman. Okay. There was I any number the dehydrator. Of yeah. Yeah. Oh, there was tons of infomercials. And that spray hair stuff he did. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. There were great infomercials uh, once upon a time. Well, do you know that the infomercial, I, this actually completely shocked me, turns 75 years old. I thought the okay. infomercial was like a 90s, maybe late 80s no, kind of thing. I believe that, yeah. The very first infomercial uh-huh. was aired in 1949 okay. for a product that's still around. Okay. Do you have any idea what it was? The very um, first one? I mean, I may have heard it in trivia passing at some point in my life, but I'm trying to think what product. What is it a It's a food or a kitchen product? It's a kitchen product. Yeah. The 30 uh, the, minute... The, the Vegematic. Okay, I'm going to give you partial ding on that because yeah. I think you're thinking um, I Love Lucy. No, but- no, no, no. The Vegematic was a, a, a food slicer. It was a chopper. Oh. It was a, you're thinking of Vitamina Vegematic. Oh, well, but this was the Vitamix blender. Oh, the blender. Okay. And all it right. showed like how to use it and the demonstrations and all that yeah. kind of stuff. And, and so I thought, what are some, because there are some things I purchased. Uh, from an infomercial. <laughs> I did. I did. I got that um, that OxyClean when it was very first new. Oh, Remember, yeah. now you, it's in every store. The Billy Mays. Yes, yeah, yeah. so you pour it in right. and it turns the law. And I was like, because oh, my kids were little yeah. and there was just messes on, yeah. on top of messes. Okay. You, the, the, the spray thing? Uh-huh. We took this screen door and put it in the bottom of a canoe. Yes. We yes. sprayed it with Have you bought yes. that stuff? Oh, of course yes, I have. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I've got several friends who have the George Foreman Grill and love, love, love it. I gave the George Foreman Grill to all of my agents one year, and they loved it. Because I know! Exactly. I remember being up in the 
middle of the night feeding my children, and that would be on. And he was talking about turkey dogs and, and all the stuff you get. Yes, yeah. the whole thing. Yeah. Um, but like the thigh master, the snuggie, oh, yeah. the sham wow. Yeah. The total gym, the Bowflex. I mean, there's yeah. so many things that are like ubiquitous yeah. with, uh, but the dehydrator's not on there. I remember yeah. watching him and this whole audience full of people that were just clapping well, every don't time. He- I mean, how many records were sold by KTEL for. Was that an infomercial? Oh, though? of course it was. Hits of the 70s on KTEL <laughs> Records. Oh, all of those were, yeah. Wow. So okay. if you guys have an infomercial that you're like, absolutely, I bought the product too because I loved it, let us know know what that what that is please at triple eight nine two two seven two three four ashley and brad well is it too early to start looking at your summer plans here on the ashley and brad show i mean i know spring break is coming up and yeah lots of kids are going to be making plans for that your daughter just sent pictures yeah well because college is already happening <laughs> of so her hotel she's, yeah <laughs> so it's an interesting but uh, yeah uh, don't get me started on what the stories I used to hear of guys coming back from their hotel rooms. They'd pack eight in a room, oh, they sleep used to on the trash floor. Trash them. Terrible. Anyway, we're talking about your destination for uh, tourist destinations. Right. Now, and some of these places are now starting to think, you know, there's a lot of wear and tear on the people coming yeah. by the visit. Maybe we should start charging an admission fee. Well, for these attractions. okay, so there's two schools of thought on this because mm-hmm. there is a city, Seville, in uh, Spain, and they said, listen, you know, we know that you've already spent all this money to get here, yeah, um, but we would like to now charge you on top a tourist fee to come into the main uh, square. Okay. And it's like, do you, do you think, listen, I've already paid the money, and the tax dollars that are generated by a tourist city, that's... That's what those, that a lot of that uh, well, money goes yeah. to. But they're already spending but, it there in the board, the room and board, the right. hotel, the, you know, right, the all food, that stuff. things like that. But also, especially for some of these cities that have been around for, you know, thousands of years, you yeah. know, uh, uh, they said the mayor, at least in Seville, said it's not so much that we're trying to make extra money off of people who are already here. Uh-huh. He said it's for a couple of different reasons. And this is where I'm like, okay, I can kind of see that. He said it's for crowd control because sometimes it just gets, it's too big. And yeah. so if you're charging, certain people are just like, I'm not paying extra. Yeah. So they won't yeah. be in there. Yeah. Uh, they said uh, a lot of tourists are just inconsistent it to the property. They damage buildings, they litter, and he's like, it's, you know, then we got to pay extra people to come and, and you know, for porting and yeah. things like that. And, mm-hmm. and I thought, well, that that is kind of interesting. You know, but like imagine if somebody came to New York City and they had to pay extra money to go aren't they making come to enough, Times Square. Aren't they making enough money on all their barber shops <laughs> open there? Because they've got barbers of Seville. Come on. That's where the money's being made. Ashley and Brad. Well, thanks, Mike H. You, of course, uh, got in touch with us on the text line, 888-922-7234. Regarding saving money, dining out, this year, it's all about mastering the art of the happy hour. Oh, I 100% agree. And he threw off a bunch of places that he frequents for their Mm -hmm. happy hours. Uh, And he said happy hour is more packed now these days than ever. Agreed. And this is why. Even the wealthy, he says, are making it reason when they're dining out wow. to go to these happy hours yeah. to get a little two-for-one or something Absolutely. special. So uh, that's how you stretch your dollar. And this is how you stretch your dollar <laughs> with sound effects, too. <laughs> but thanks, Mike H., for getting in touch. 888 
Here's news. The Roundup with Ashley Page. Well, Toyota is recalling 381,000 Toyota pickup trucks over a loose part that can separate from the rear axle. The recall affects the 2022 and 2023 models. Toyota dealers will inspect that axle and tighten up the, the loose nuts for free. They will also repair or replace any damaged components without charge. Okay. So earlier this year, Apple introduced their groundbreaking Vision Pro goggles. Those things, even at the price point, they were flew off the shelves. Mm. Now Samsung said, hey, we're going to get in this game too. There's is a little bit of a smaller uh, smart gadget. It's called the Smart Ring. It's got some health tracking features. The Galaxy Ring is what they're calling is what they're calling it. It tracks your heart rate, it monitors your sleep, and it gives you a score of your quote readiness for the day. <laughs> so okay. if you wake up and the ring is like, oh, we, we register a zero, do you just stay in bed? Yeah. Uh, engineers at the company are also working on a feature that would allow the Galaxy Ring to do contactless payments. So it's all okay. in your it's all in your finger. Wow. Interesting. So the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences, you know them. They put on these they put on that award show called the Oscars. Yeah. Well, they have announced some stars who are going to take the stage to hand out those golden statues on Hollywood's biggest night. Mahershala Ali, Brendan Fraser, Matthew McConaughey, and some Hollywood legends like Nicolas Cage, Jessica Lange, Al Pacino. On the list of presenters, oh, I love him, Sam Rockwell. Uh, oh, I love her too, Lupita Nyong'o and Zendaya. It's going to be hosted by Jimmy Kimmel. The 96th Oscars will air live on ABC March 10th. Mm. And that's your news roundup. Ashley and Brad. Quizzing you with the audio medium here on the Ashley and Brad Show. That's what we do. Using your ears to figure these things out. So we gave you the uh, earlier quiz about the uh, Coke and Pepsi right. endorsement singers. How about, again, we visit the cinema, this time trying to figure out who these actors are singing in these films. So, so these are the actors that sang in the in the film. Yeah, I'm going to play some clips. You tell me who the actor is, and if you can, for bonus points, tell me the movie even better. So were these all musicals? Nope. not. Well, I mean, uh, one of them was a musical, and the others were just films that happened to have them singing. Oh, ah, okay. For example, who is this actor? I was riding my horse down by the Rio Grande. When I seen me a cowboy, cowboy, cowboy riding towards me. Who was that? Okay, you know all the words on that one. Yeah. Uh, I actually loved this movie. It was such an underrated favorite to me. But Was that Nicolas Cage in Raising Arizona? No. Good guess. No. He actually played a cowboy in not this film, but in many sequels and installments. Kevin Costner? No. He played the voice of a cowboy. A, oh, was this was this um he, Toy he, Story? Was this Woody? Was this uh, Tom Hanks? I that mean? is Tom Hanks, but that's not from Toy Story. What's it from? That's from Joe versus the Volcano. Never saw it. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, I like it. Okay. How about this actor? Who is this singing in a role? Budweiser, you created a monster, and they call him Frankenstein. <laughs> I don't have any idea. I don't know the movie. I don't know the voice. Uh, you know the voice is yeah. That voice is pretty. It's not like John Goodman, is it? Uh, ooh, that's a good guess. No, not John Goodman. All right, let me. Can I hear it again? Budweiser, you created a monster, and they call him Frankenstein. That sounds really. 
really familiar. Yeah, um, yeah. Oh. You you know this voice for sure. Yeah, you may not have seen this movie. Was that a was that an animated movie that no. he sang in? No. What was the movie he sang in? I, that's a if dead giveaway. T- oh, it is. I'll give you the title. Okay. And then you should go. Oh my gosh, is it really Rhinestone? Rhinestone. Yeah. Yeah, you... I've never even heard of that movie. I've what? heard of Rhinestone Cowboy. Oh, come on. You, you, it's based on the, the song, Rhinestone Cowboy. Oh, it is? It's a 1984 musical comedy film starring Dolly Parton is one of the stars. And who's that singing? I don't know. Yo, Adrian. Oh, um... Sylvester Stallone? That's Sylvester Stallone. I've never heard of that movie. He plays a singing cowboy. Yes. Rhinestone. Wow. Sorry I missed that one. Oh, boy. Okay. Okay. Uh, Finally, last one. How about this? Luck be a lady tonight. Luck be a lady tonight. Luck, if you've ever been a lady to begin with, luck be a lady tonight. Yeah. That's Guys and Dolls, right? That is Guys okay, and Dolls. Okay, so... Uh, yes. And this was the movie Guys and that Dolls? That was the movie Guys and Dolls. Yep. Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah. No, there was... Stu- a, I, I wouldn't say controversy, but... what? Well, yeah, this. somebody had a very definite thought about him singing in the film. And here's your uh, biggest hint. Uh-huh. So it's Marlon Brando, Al Pacino... That is Marlon uh, Brando. Singing wow. Luck Be a Lady Tonight from Guys and Dolls. Sinatra was, uh, I think he had opinions. Oh, <laughs> I bet he did. On, <laughs> you're going you're gonna to cast who is what? And look, he's, that's, he sounds yeah. good. Oh, there you go. Ashley and Brad. Okay. For the record, here on the Ashley and Brad show, I would like to set the record straight. Mm-hmm. This has been something that has plagued me my entire life. It now, <laughs> now plagues... Uh, members of our family okay. in the similar manner. But for the record, my last name is pronounced Abrel. It's spelled A-B-R-E-L-L. Yeah. So some people will call you, I've heard Abrel several I, times. I've heard a majority of people say <laughs> Abrel. Okay. That is incorrect. It's my Abril. name is pronounced Abrel. But do you correct people okay. when... So here's the interesting thing. Our son just was awarded his second place prize in the spelling bee. Right. His name was mispronounced when they gave him the ribbon. Oh, no. My wife is a, a teacher's aide. Right. Her name is often still <laughs> oh, mispronounced no. by oh. a lot of the people around. People who have known me for years in church still say Brad Abrell. And do you ever correct them? I or have do you just occasion. let it go? I've, I, yes, I've corrected on occasion. Okay. And see, that's the thing. And then some point I was like, I, I don't know what to do right. anymore. Right. I'm it's at a Abrell. loss. It's, yeah. There's only so many times you can correct somebody. <laughs> and and it so my name, Ashley Page, that's my birth name. Pretty straightforward. Pretty straightforward. My middle name is an Eastern European name, and it's a little bit harder to pronounce. But unless I was in trouble in okay. the store and my parents were yelling at me, did right. I very rarely hear that. Yeah. But here's the thing. I was at a funeral recently. Recently, and I know a lot of times the the pastors or or whoever's you know yeah. starting the, to the service just has a script that they read on. Right. Well, apparently he had only corrected the first couple of lines of it, mm. and then started calling the dearly departed the name I guess from the funeral before. Oh, okay. and and it's like, do you Yikes. do you correct somebody? Do you you know? It's like, oh, oh no, just you know, how do you handle that yeah. when there's a whole service going? Who, who are we wow. Talking? Do we talk about somebody okay. else now? Wow. Uh, but but in a situation when someone is using a wrong name or mispronouncing a wrong name, 
you know, do you normally say, oh, you know what? Hey, this is not that bad. Yeah. I mean, choose your battles, really, is what it comes down to. But You should get, get a shirt with a long A with that line across I know. the A. I know. <laughs> so my wife, now, when she's on the phone with somebody, she will overpronounce it. She'll go, A-brell is what she'll say. Well, then I would start pronouncing it A-brell. Yeah, but I'm not going to. No, it's a bridge too far. If I hear someone say A-brell, I'm going to be like, oh, that's how you say their name. But it's April. Well, then say April. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) Ashley and Brad. It's Ashley and Brad on the radio. And oh, look at this traffic. Oh, come on already. The light's yellow. You should have gone through. (laughs) You sound like my dad when I was growing up. Oh, come on. (laughs) The traffic. Let's talk about traffic for a second. Because some cities, it seems as though, Mm -hmm. are worse than others. In the traffic yeah. department. That's no mystery there. Well, it, it, but, the larger cities are going to have more congestion, yeah, but that doesn't mean are. that they're necessarily the worst drivers. It just means there's a lot of them. Uh, well, but worst drivers can compound the problem and True. make the traffic worse. True. So, so. Forbes does a list uh, every year of mm-hmm. their, uh, in the United States, the list of worst drivers. Oh, I'd love to hear this. In the top 10, I honestly thought that your home city of Miami, Florida would be, if not number one, at least in the top ten. Well, okay. Yes, there are a number of uh, aged, uh, experienced drivers. All of my old relatives moved to Miami. Well, that's right. <laughs> that used to be the joke, of course, yeah, growing right. up there, is that you'd have the snowbirds. And, right. And, and, right. You'd just see a pair of knuckles <laughs> driving exactly, a car. Exactly. <laughs> I remember Seinfeld said that should be the state oh, flag yeah. of Florida, just right. like a steering wheel with some knuckles and that, on there. That was absolutely the truth for a long time. I don't know if that's much the case, but there's a whole stretch of the freeway that never expanded, and you still have, you've expanded by tenfold the amount of people moving to there. So So I was just absolutely shocked Miami's not even in the top ten. In fact, there's only one Florida city in the whole top ten. Okay. But here are the worst cities in America. Yeah, the worst drivers. The worst drivers, yes. Tampa. Okay. Fort Worth, right. then Phoenix, Arizona, okay. Louisville, Kentucky, yeah. Dallas, Texas, okay. in the top five, okay. Kansas City, Missouri, okay. Tucson, Arizona, wow. and in the top three, yeah. Detroit. Oh, Detroit, the Motor City. They're Come even known on, as man. the Motor City. Oh. Come on. Uh, Memphis, Tennessee comes in at number two. And that's why they're walking in and, Memphis. <laughs> and with a score of 100 out of 100, Ooh. by the way. Wow. Worst city with the worst drivers. Yes. Albuquerque, New Mexico. Really? Yes. Wow. Yes. So I guess okay. you don't have to be a giant New York City to be the worst drivers Let's out there. Let's go! <laughs> Ashley and Brad. Let's give some love to the podcast, the number six top humor podcast. That's right. The Ashley and Brad Show. According to my mom and a bunch of other people. No, there's an actual independent website that there's says we're the number six top humor yeah. podcast. Uh, check out the podcast wherever you get your podcast. Download it and listen to it on your own time frame from any of the podcast providers. Yeah, you there's a lot of them, too. Spotify, Apple, mm-hmm. it's everywhere. Mm-hmm. Just search for The Ashley and Brad Show or simply go to our website, ashleybradradio.com, and you'll see the uh, podcast right there in the center. You can even listen to it in double speed if you want. Yeah, and I have to. If I get <laughs> if so I download podcasts, I have yeah. to listen at least one and a half I'm times. at one and a half speed. For Easily. S- almost always. Because I because then I go down the rabbit hole of, oh, how to do that? Oh, yeah, I'll watch that. Uh, but you're bringing us news about uh, speaking in double speed. The Roundup with Ashley Page. Yeah, kind of. In a groundbreaking study, researchers at the University of Toronto have discovered that talking speed can be a key
key indicator of brain health in older adults. The study included healthy volunteers ranging in age from 18 to 90. And how fast someone spoke was a great indicator of their overall brain health than struggling to find certain words. Uh, They said the new finding could revolutionize how clinicians detect cognitive decline. So if Hmm. you've always been a fast talker and then all of a sudden you're not anymore, that could be maybe a a marker for some people. So when it comes to meals, Americans would prefer to eat comfort food for the rest of their lives as opposed to having well, something, you know, sir, wrong glass, sir. Yeah, but it's <laughs> but, not going to be good for you, so your life may be a lot shorter. Maybe. they said, And this may be why we've got some of the health issues we have. Because uh, maybe. To be- yeah, I think we definitely have these <laughs> health issues. <laughs> to begin their uh, perfect forever comfort meal, mm-hmm. most Americans would select chicken wings as their appetizer, okay. pizza for their main course, and ice cream for dessert. Okay. I mean, that and a healthy doesn't dose of sound like a, yeah. doesn't sound like a bad day. I mean, I I wouldn't push any of those off the, the table. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so NBC is marking 10 years of The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon. They're going to have a two-hour anniversary show that airs in primetime. It's going to air on May 14th, and they're going to feature some of the, sh- the show's favorite sketches. I, the, the one that they do with they play the the like the recorder and all the, yeah. the musical instruments. Little kids' from, instruments. Yes, yeah. I love that right. one. Yeah. Uh, celebrity guests, musical performances, etc. And that's your news roundup. Ashley and Brad. Try and figure out these mysteries as we work our way through the mind trap. On each one of these cards, there is a riddle, a puzzle, a mystery, a conundrum, something for you to try and solve. I've got three chosen, and I'm going to give the first two because I think you should get these. Oh, set your bar a little lower, mister. No, I'm not going to trip over the bar this time. Okay, yeah. Uh, A taxi driver Uh was called to take a group of passengers to the train station. Mm -hmm. The station is normally an hour away, but with traffic being extra heavy, it took a full hour and a half. On the return trip, the traffic was still as heavy, and yet it took only 90 minutes. Well, it's the same time. It's the same hour and a half, an hour and a half. Exactly. That's why I'm like, why would they even have this as one of the... That's Come on. (laughs) Come Come on, on, mind trap. (laughs) So I said, fine, let me pick another one. How many of each species did Moses take on the ark with him? Two. Took a boy and a girl. Incorrect. Moses did not have the ark. (gasps) Oh, it was Noah. Noah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. That's why I chose two. And then I thought, all right, fine, let me get a third in the chamber ready to go. Gloria Goodbody (laughs) opened her own clothing store called (laughs) The Wrap. She wasn't sure about pricing certain items, so she devised her own method. Mm-hmm. At the wrap, a vest cost $20, socks cost $25, a tie costs 15 and a blouse costs 30 Using Gloria's pricing scheme, how much would a pair of underwear cost? Well, she didn't give the price for it. That's why I'm asking you, how much would a pair of underwear cost based on her pricing scheme? There is a method to her there madness. There is a yes. method to her madness? Yes. Okay, so does it have to do with the part of the body that it's on? No. Good okay. guess. Uh-uh. Well, maybe she doesn't even sell underwear. She's expecting you to bring your own. So no. zero. She might sell it there, but uh, uh, no. Uh, there is a scheme involved, and it's a pretty simple one once you catch on to it. Yeah. Can you give me a small hint? Well, look at the items Listed vest, socks, tie, gloves. Uh-huh. Right. So pants. Something Look to do with at pants? the length of letters that <gasps> each one of them. Oh spell. well, underwear is a lot of word letters. Okay. So so okay, but what's the theme there? Looking at the letters given for each of the items. Uh huh. 
what can you discern from their pricing? Fi- it's five dollars a letter. Okay, so underwear yeah. would be well underwear. <laughs> hold on, hold please. <laughs> Noodle this. Uh... <laughs> How many letters are in the item? Nine. Under- so the pricing would so be forty-five bucks. Forty-five dollars. Exactly. Expensive underwear. Very expensive. Ashley and Brad. Here it is, Leap Day, and it's Thursday, and looking forward to this weekend, of course, it'll be March here. Yes. And a brand new month, which will include spring and my son, youngest son's birthday and spring break, and there's lots mm-hmm. of stuff coming up. Very busy. Um, but this is, we find ourselves in that, uh, it just began uh, yesterday. We're now in baseball season. Oh, yeah. Which means for our youngest, it's going to be every weekend. Your weekends every aren't day, yours anymore. Every, oh, no. That's right. No. They belong to the kids. Oh, yeah. But here's the thing. Lots do you stuff. prefer them to be super packed and then, you know, there's always something going on? Or do you actually prefer a really, I don't want to say lazy, but boring weekend where you don't have everything piled in? I prefer the latter for okay. sure. But we still, even in the midst of all of the, you know, craziness, right. we still truly try to make uh, one of those days a rest day, a Sabbath day. And that's the thing is that, Taking you know, because there are things that are going to happen on the weekend, stuff you got to do. So I try because I've got a girlfriend of mine. She's like, I only want to do one busy activity thing per day on the weekend. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'd rather pack them both in on one day no. and then have the second day to relax. Well, y- yes. In as much, yes, I would like to have, right. I would like to have one day. Right. Yes, That's what I'm saying. To- I, she likes to have one thing mm-hmm. every, and I'm like, for okay. me, I'd rather pack as much, if I've got to have to do a bunch of stuff on the weekend anyway, okay. yeah. I'd rather pack it, try to pack it all in in one day. Yeah, So probably. what about you guys? Do you mm-hmm. like to be that weekend warrior? Do you like to just relax and zen out? Sit back and let us know at 888 Two two seven two three four. Ashley and Brad. Fun fact time with us, Ashley and Brad, on this leap day. It's something I wonder if this only happens every once every four years or not. But today is Digital Learning Day. Yeah, because it's specifically, uh, you know, the, something they celebrate on, on Leap Day. Yeah. But I would think that they would move it to one of the other days because yeah. it's about digital learning. Okay. And it's this ongoing initiative to engage students and students of all ages, by the way. doesn't mean you have to be in, you know, right. elementary school to empower educators to use, you know, uh, digital tools effectively because okay. there's no getting around that we've got them. The digital revolution is here. And listen, it's unparalleled access to information. You don't have to go to the library and get an encyclopedia. Right. You, you just look it up. Yeah. And you can learn at one and a half speed, too. You can. You <laughs> certainly can. And that's what they're saying. Learning is mobile. It can happen anytime, yeah. anywhere. Right. You can take a, a smartphone, a laptop, wherever, and go to a, a, you know, a coffee shop, a library, wherever. But I did not realize that online learning began in 1960 when Donald Blitzer, a laboratory assistant at the University of Illinois, devised Play-Doh, the very first e-learning system. Mm. So he had done this way before there were personal computers. Okay. Nowadays, obviously, it's super easy. You just have to make sure you've got... He and the Department of Defense were were learning on ARPANET. That's what I'm wondering if that's what that was. (laughs) Ashley and Brad.